So this week on the BFF podcast, Josh and Dave were discussing how sus it is that Christian started hanging out with Jaden immediately after Mads and Christian broke up. Some think he was using her for clout. Do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, I'm going to have to spill on this one. Hey everybody, what's up and welcome back to Sipper Spill. As always, I'm Lewis and Tati is finally back from vacation. She's back. We're ready to sip and spill all the tea that you guys have been missing. But first, we have to welcome a very, very special guest, somebody I've been so excited to meet. She is a superstar creator. Please give it up for Brooklyn Webb. Brooklyn, I am so excited to have you on. We have a lot to get into. I know Tati has a lot to ask you as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brooklyn, when I first started following you, it was in 2020, and I just kept on seeing you on my For You page. You were doing your princess POVs <laughs> and all that, and I was like, oh, I like this girl. Let me give her a follow. So that's when I became a fan of you. So what made you get started on TikTok? I mean, I first started it in like high school when everyone was just kind of hopping on TikTok because they're like, oh, this is funny, this is silly, I'm gonna start doing this in class. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of making TikToks in class with my friends, the teachers weren't too pleased about it, but it got me somewhere. <laughs> um, and then when quarantine hit, I was super into musical theater and dance, and then of course because of COVID, it all got like cut off. Yeah. So I put a lot of my creative energy just like poured it into TikTok mm -hmm. and that's when I like found a really big love for it and I guess like all my POVs started blowing up and mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that was really good because during that time POV like I did POVs as well like I reacted to it and that was a huge era and like every single person that used to post like the POVs used to go viral like always and I used to see yours on my For You page like a lot. A while back, you were doing some singing POVs. Now, <laughs> we all know you have a song that just came out. It was your first single, My Crown, which, amazing song. And in the first 24 hours, it hit 1 million streams. Now, can you tell us a little bit about like the process of that entire, you know, the song coming out, you know, the videos you posted with it? Yeah, um, I mean, in terms of the process behind, I kind of got the idea. I think it was actually back in 2020 was the first time it was very underdeveloped. I was just like, oh, what if I did this? I think it would be silly. Um, and then the more I thought into it, the more I kind of got an idea of doing it. And then we just kept building and finding people and adding to the team. And then it came out. And then in terms of videos, once I kind of knew what was going on, I started just plopping random videos way ahead of time like videos of me singing horribly because <laughs> I was like I have to foreshadow it to kind of make it believable mm -hmm. so that's what I started to do or even just like random like POVs that pardon me didn't make sense yeah yeah it was giving me like very um Taylor Swift vibes like there was such <laughs> a, like a methodical way of doing it where you knew like if I posted these terrible singing videos people were gonna want to listen to this song <laughs> use the sound, do all of that, and that's how you must have hit the million streams in that period of time, which, mm -hmm. congratulations, that's Thank Yeah, that's you. sick. Well, I remember, um, I saw your music video, and I was like, uh, once I saw it, I was like, this is about to blow up, because the way you were promoting it, it was really funny. I remember I saw your live as well, and you were doing, like, you were singing, and you kind of messed up, and you started laughing on the side of the camera, and I was, like, cracking up. I was like, this is so funny. And when I saw it hit one million, and, like, people were, like, the fans, they were like hating a little bit and I was like y'all just don't know y'all giving her these views and she is gonna be killing it like what and that's really creative I love that 
Yeah, that was kind of like the goal with the whole thing. I was like, how many people can I make irrationally mad? Like mm-hmm. mad over facial expressions or bad singing, like not mad over something to actually get mad about, just someone like maybe not doing the best. And I remembered that first singing video I think that I posted where it was like just like kind of bad, like and looked serious enough that people couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. It got like over 100,000 comments. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Which is, like, crazy for no reason. <laughs> yeah, and now it's, like, obviously because of all of this, you've gained, like, a lot of trolls who are, like, you know, trying to, like, say things like Tati said, though. Like, they're pushing you out there, mm-hmm. getting you more stuff. But you, deep down, like, I know from watching your content and just, like, knowing about you, you're not one to know, you know, say I'm better than everybody else. You're very into body positivity, mm-hmm. hyping up your followers, and just being that person for them. And I know you just did a very viral TikTok, like, uh, collab with bb rexa that was insane so tell us about that because i love bb rexa i'm a huge bb rexa stan so i need to know i need to know what that was like yeah that was crazy that was back like my first time in la i was a little baby and it ended up getting set up and i was like i'm going to bb rexa's house i get to meet bb rexa (laughs) so then i went over there and i remember i was super scared because i got to like come up with tiktok ideas i was like i wonder if she's gonna like them is it gonna be okay and then she was like no i i love them and she was super super cool super sweet that was just such a crazy experience to get to have yeah definitely i just feel like she's i look at her and like i want to be her friend i want to I can't sing or anything, but I'm like, let's hop on a song together. I'm not great, but let's just do something together. But I do love the message that you spread of just like loving yourself and body positivity. But obviously my crown was kind of like an antithesis in a way where it was like, I am this stronger person. Do you think that contributed to it going so viral because people were like, well, this isn't you. Definitely. I mean, I created it kind of the whole thing from the perspective of how people perceive me, almost getting that princess character that I did with the POVs that was kind of like snuck up and snobby, even though Mm -hmm. I clearly put myself out on the internet in different ways. People were still getting it super, super confused. So I was like, what if I took this persona and how people perceive me and think that I would come up, like put out music Mm -hmm. and put it out as a song and a video and really just make my whole page that and see what happens. Yeah. And then my crown happened. <laughs> yeah. And it was great. Like, the music video is insane. You've seen the music video, right, Tati? Mm-hmm, I did. Yeah, right? How good is that? It's really good. And I also like how you do, like, different characters on your TikTok page. Um, the emo character. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Like, I was scrolling down your page and looking at the emo character that you did. And I was like, where does she come up with this? Like, what make you create those different type of characters? I mean, I think for that one, I was on my spam and someone was like, someone commented, I think I was on a live stream and Mm -hmm. they were like, what if you went new year, new me, and it was just like something wild. And then someone was like, go email. And I'm instantly (laughs) like, that is it. I remembered Instacarting stuff from Walmart Mm -hmm. to like get the chokers and everything and really like kill the look. I got my spam account. They all tagged me in audios. That was how I found all the audios. Cause I was like, you guys, can you tag me in some funny audios to use? (laughs) I went through, just found the best of the best, and I just kept filming the most wild stuff. That's hilarious. Do you think you're going to come up with, like, some more characters? I mean, I'm not sure. I'm kind of trying to, like, stray away from that a bit, but, I Mm -hmm. mean, if I get spontaneous like that, I'm just like, this is a funny idea. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. Nothing's going to hold me back. What was one of the weirdest comments you've ever received? Oh, my gosh. I have... I'm just thinking, I receive so many like weird comments on the daily and I'll just mm-hmm. see them like pop up in mine or in my mentions. I think during like my crown, one of the weirdest ones that kind of got me going, like someone created a whole story that I, and it was like a top comment. This had like over 10,000 likes 
and someone created a whole comment that my rich parents bought the song and stole it from the artist Jillian, who's one of my close friends, which was so funny because I remember texting her a screenshot and we were just laughing because we knew that that was not what happened what? at all. Or just like people leave weird comments about my body, my facial expressions, mm-hmm. just like anything super superficial. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like no matter what you do, you're going to have people who are trying to tear you down and do all yeah. that stuff. But after like talking to you for just the short amount of time already, I just see the way your mind works and the way you're explaining how things in your like what you're going to do next and how you plan your content. And you said in an interview, like a lot of people see that you're a 17 year old girl and they think that just because that you're dumb, you're just a dumb TikTok girl, like what what does she know? But you've clearly proven that you're so much more than that. Mm -hmm. Does having those comments and those haters like motivate you to just keep going? Because I know some people think like, oh, they're getting so much hate, they might stop. But I feel like it motivates you. It definitely like motivates me to keep going. I mean, everyone just kind of thinks that I'm dumb. I feel like they think that like all TikTokers are dumb, but there's a certain sense of awareness you need to have when you're doing it and doing it for a while. And my brain just like kind of works differently in general. It takes me a while to get an idea out and it usually sounds crazy and doesn't make sense at first. But then you get me like talking about it and actually elaborating. It's like, oh, I see it now. (laughs) So what's next for you on TikTok? I feel like TikTokers shouldn't limit themselves to just TikTok and that they can branch off to like singing, acting, dancing, whatever they want to do. So what's next for you? I mean, I think this year is just a lot of me kind of discovering where I want to put it into because I've always loved acting, singing, dancing, modeling, like all of that stuff. So it's really figuring out where I want to go, mm-hmm. what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my brain is a bit of a jumble of getting excited about so many different things and then burnt out. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where it leads me. Yeah, I can't wait. I know you got some stuff up your sleeve and everyone is so excited to see and I'm just, I'm pumped for you. Oh, thank no you. Problem. I'm so pumped too. And just one more thing. Are you up to date at all with celebrity tea, celebrity gossip? Kind of. <laughs> just a little bit. Well, we're going to spill some tea and we're going to get into it right now. Brooklyn, so we play a game every week on our show called Cap or No Cap. Are you familiar with what cap is? Yes. Cap basically means not true, false. So what we're going to do is we're going to read some headlines to each other, and we're going to determine if they are cap, not or true, no cap. or no cap. No cap. They are true. So, Tati, I believe you have a headline for me first. Yes, let me start it off. Okay, so this week David Dobrik opened up about being shot at while he was at an L.A. nightclub, and his assistant Natalie saved him. Do y'all think this is cap or no cap? I'll let you go first, because I, I have a way of playing the game. Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like it's not Cap. That sounds super traumatic. Okay, see, no like, Cap? I think it's, okay, the, we've played this a few times now, mm-hmm. and I think, like, the way they're worded, there's Cap in them, where it's like, she might have saved him for something, but I don't know mm-hmm. if he was shot at, so I'm going to say no Cap. I'm going to say Cap. Okay, Cap, no Cap. Let's see the actual answer is, it's no Cap. So you got it. So do y'all remember like a couple weeks ago, There, it was during the Super Bowl, there was a party and then there was a shooting, Kodak Black was there. Did he, he got hit, right, I'm pretty sure? I think sure. he did get hit by a bullet, yeah. unfortunately. So Natalie came and she picked up David Dobrik and a whole lot of other people and she was the designated driver and she just got out of there. She saved the day, she, she was the hero. The she was the hero. That's so good, I'm happy that nothing like bad 
I mean, something bad happened. That's just so scary. Mm -hmm. It is really scary. And LA is very dangerous. Like, when it comes to, like, big old events, like, I try not to be out, like, late at night because you never know what happens. And you can just be wrong place, wrong time. Oh, yeah. No, I heard, too, like, there was, like, a guy who was on the floor with David or something that had been a friend that he hadn't seen for a long time. Mm -hmm. And he just, like, whipped out his phone and started taking video with David. Like, there's a time and a place, yeah, and I yeah. think when our lives are in danger, it's the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Like, you can text each other later, be like, yeah, oh, we survived. How are you? Not like, oh, hey, let's do this now. That's wild. Silly. Goofy. Dumb. I think Very that's the best dumb. way to put it. Now, Brooklyn, I have a headline for you. Is this cap or no cap? Emma Chamberlain announced she's leaving YouTube to focus exclusively on her podcast and her coffee company. Cap or no cap? Actually, I know about this one cap it is cap so she didn't say that she's leaving youtube she's just technically shifting her focus i compare it to like how rihanna is like shifted her focus from music to fashion because that was something she was Mm -hmm. really passionate about she saw a lot in it and that's what emma chamberlain's doing so a lot of people thought she was announcing leaving on the call her daddy podcast and it's been an ongoing conversation emma's been all over youtube for so long and she's been telling her audience, like, yeah, like, I might be doing this and mm-hmm. focusing on coffee. I've been seeing a ton of ads for it. But people are commenting that she hit the jackpot and is giving it all up by starting up, by stopping the YouTube videos, which is not true. Now, as someone who's really successful in social media and, you know, content creation, do you think creators or influencers are still able to be successful in other ventures if they stop social media? I mean, I think for Emma, she's been doing it for so long and for her it was really, I was actually listening to her talk about it because I was really interested because it was like the burnout of everything. And I feel like she definitely can because she's already kind of built that success. She's already been doing fashion. She has a coffee company. And it's also just important after a certain point to take a step back and focus on your mental health. Like she's so mm-hmm. young. She hadn't even finished high school when she had like moved out to LA. So it's good for her to actually get to take a bit of a break. And I feel like she's not even going to be fully taking a break. She's probably going to be doing five other things still at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I know, too, um, I had watched an interview with her and her dad. She basically was interviewing her dad, and her dad is very business-minded, too, so I feel like she gets a lot of that from him. I think a lot of people, especially smaller influencers or creators, do get worried about, like, wanting to start other ventures because they think, like, if I stop doing social media, I won't have that vehicle to promote my product or like my service that I want to promote whereas like Emma Chamberlain is like a household name Mm -hmm. everybody knows who she is she doesn't need that cross promotion because she has like that brand recognition whether it's like her as a personal brand or Chamberlain coffee as a coffee brand yeah Mm -hmm. and then obviously wherever she goes next so I think in her case she doesn't need the social media but she probably enjoys it but now it's like let's do something else and you know put our energy into that I could see her like coming back at some point probably to YouTube and doing something with it it might be in a different format or something else but I definitely see her coming back to YouTube in some sense at some point we have no clue but I'm curious speaking of YouTube are you at all going to YouTube have you thought about doing anything with YouTube are you already there I'm like the worst so I have a YouTube channel I've posted basically like one actual full video which Mm -hmm. was when I talked about my crown and all of that But whenever I put a camera just in front of me and it's just me and a camera and no one else, I just go into this weird place of like not being myself. It's like impossible for me when I stick a camera, I know a camera's there. I just, I'm trying to figure out how to put my personality onto YouTube. Mm -hmm. 
like authentically mm-hmm. without yeah. me just like getting a camera in front of my face and being like, okay, now I'm going to do my makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feeling like I need to be this super, super upbeat instead of just being like natural and chill. And I just go into this overthinking mindset about the whole thing. Yeah. That's, it's not like a live stream because you've done live streams where there's people actively asking you comments and so, like commenting mm-hmm. questions and whatnot. Um, so, you know, I totally get that, but you'll figure it out. But yeah. just thought it was interesting how like she's stepping away. It's like wondering if like other people are going to start going into it. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like for me, a lot of it comes from almost like insecurity of my personality. I don't realize that I'm being funny or entertaining. So I feel like when it's just me in front of a camera, I have to like amp it up, even though I know that I don't. So then I just start go into this huge thing of overthinking while it's just me and a camera. Mm-hmm. And then I get nothing out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally get that. Now, Brooklyn, so the show is called Sipper Spill. And we have a game that we play to get more celebrity news out there called Sip or Spill. We're going to read you more headlines and you can choose whether you want to sip on them. And that means you just you don't have anything really to add to it. There's nothing you really want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Or you can choose to spill. If you have an opinion, we want to hear it. So that's up to you. No pressure. It's very much up to you. But Tati is going to read you your first headline and you can choose whether you want to sip or spill. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> So this week on the BFF podcast, Josh and Dave were discussing how sus it is that Christian started hanging out with Jaden immediately after Mads and Christian broke up. Some think he was using her for clout. Do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, I'm going to have to spill on this one because I know for Christian, it's always been about the music. And I had actually talked to him about it before a little bit briefly. Mm-hmm. And I know that he had always been just a huge supporter of Jaden and his music and thinks that he's amazing. So... I don't know. I always feel bad because everyone's always kind of getting at Christian and getting at Mads. And I feel like everyone's always so invested in everyone else's relationships and forgets that there's two sides and not everything's always black and white and it's not always going to be a right or a wrong. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people can just coexist from leaving a relationship and not having it. But I mean, like, I really don't know and they don't know. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's like anyone's business to be like digging into their character and how they feel. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think, too, like, on that note, it's, you know, their personal relationship. They talk about it. It's their story to share. So if Mm -hmm. they want to share it, you know, maybe they'll come on Sip or Spill and share it. Yeah. Totally up to them. But obviously, their relationship should stay between them. Mm -hmm. And I think the internet automatically is just like, they're influencers. We can talk to them. Yes, that's true. People are fair game. But, like, sometimes, like, let's be human Mm -hmm. and just let them live their life, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I know for Christian, he's, like, super, super passionate about his music. His parents are, I believe that they're musicians or they do stuff with music as well. So I know that he's just a huge fan of music. I was actually able to be on the set of his first music video, which was amazing. And it was really awesome to get to share that. And, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, this might just blow over. It's obviously them just starting drama and it'll it'll be fine. It'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of, like, this whole drama, apparently people are shipping josh and mads saying like they might be together and even the bfs podcast was just like making fun of it they were sitting really close to each other and just like so everybody's just like blowing it up being like ooh, like maybe josh and mads might be together i don't think so personally i might i think i'm gonna sip on that because i don't really know them that well yeah Yeah, i'm gonna have to sip because i just feel like once again like relationships that's their business if they want to share it then they can share it you know and yeah we're sipping yeah we're all sipping I know, like, Brooklyn, you were saying, like, it's, like, with relationships, it's kind of, like, 
it should be left to those people to sort it out themselves. But Mm -hmm. in the grander scheme of it all, the next headline is that Kim K is officially single and has dropped the West from her name. So it's so interesting. Like, I feel like because maybe we're in the space as creators, we feel for other creators that their business shouldn't be blown up. But then there's situations where, like, it's Kim and Kanye, and we're like, I feel like it's more fair game to talk about because it's, like, a grander stage. I don't know how to explain it, but... That's probably, I feel like, how people feel almost about influencers. Mm -hmm. Whoa, epiphany moment for me right there. (laughs) I was like, maybe that's why they're so comfortable with almost talking about everyone's relationships because I just put, like, two and two together right there. I was just totally contradicting myself because I was like, oh, my gosh, I've heard all about this Kim and Kanye, and I was like, Mm -hmm. whoa. Wait a second. What did you just say, girl? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's almost like there's levels to it where it's like our followers and fans, like they look at us and it's like they wear fair game to them. But then mm-hmm. for us, it's like each other. We kind of protect each other. Think like we're put ourselves in their shoes as mm-hmm. other influencers. We wouldn't want that done to us. But then there's the level of like these A-listers that we look at and we talk about. Like, we talk about people every week. Yeah. It's like, it's a little bit, it's so weird how that works. I feel like because we're bound to be in the same room as, other creators and how likely are we to be in the same room as Kim and Kanye yeah I mean you basically were <laughs> like you were right in front of Rihanna like are you kidding like don't don't come on here and act like you weren't you weren't in the spitting distance of Rihanna Miss Savage Fenty over here <laughs> but like I would feel bad talking about like creators and their relationship because like they'll be looking at me weird like i don't know i would i just want to feel comfortable talking about that but with like kim and kanye everyone is going to talk about them because they're Mm. like headlining everywhere yes and i look at creators other creators especially like um i want to be their friends like i these are people that like without each other we have nothing Mm -hmm. and if i were to like almost like come for my own Mm -hmm. what does that make of me like i'm not supporting other people who are in the same field as me so I think that's where it's a little bit different. Like, I'm not going to be friends with Kim and Kanye. I right. mean, if I was, great, awesome, cool. Mm-hmm. But these are people that push me to do better. And for me to talk about their relationships, I think would be wrong of me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to sip on the Kim and Kanye because I just had a whole spiel about yeah. not talking mm-hmm. about other people's relationships. So. Well, I'll spill because obviously Kim dropped the, her, the last name of West. But also now Kanye has basically like this knockoff new girlfriend that's like a knockoff of kim which i mean good for him finding love again Mm -hmm. is it performative is it to get in kim's you know kim's head or just throw it back in her face who knows but something else came out too which i'm not going to touch on it too much but kanye put out like a video it was like a claymation video of him you know it's graphic so i don't really want to explain much but it involves pete it's a little um scary i guess is the best way to put it um, and people are just kind of going nuts on the internet about it. Involves Pete's like severed head. Do with that what you will. Um, uh, I think claymation is an art form. I think what was done with the claymation um, is nothing of the sort. I'm going to spill that and sip the rest. I feel like it's kind of like I'm happy that Kim and Kanye are finally like over. But I feel like he has like this obsession with her, and it's like really unhealthy and it's scary and people are making jokes about it but it's nothing to joke about um i was watching this video that my friend sent to me on tiktok and it was a video of nick cannon nick cannon talking about how kanye is a very intelligent man but he's not good at communicating the way he talks is in shambles and no one actually understands 
like what he is talking about. Yeah. But he's very intelligent and articulate with his words. It's just like very like difficult. I never discredited his intelligence mm -hmm. because I think up here there's so much going on yeah. that is like brilliant. But I think in the time that it takes for it to get to here, mm -hmm. for it to get to his mind, to his mouth, his mouth is already moving before yeah. the thoughts get there. Like he, mm -hmm. he is just like a spitfire. He's very quick, yeah. but not quick in the way where people are like um, funny or quick witted or like they can easily just like bounce off of someone. Mm -hmm. He's just quick where he's like, I need to respond mm -hmm. regardless if the thoughts there. And it's gotten him, gotten him into some hot water, so. Yeah. You know, you just watched it. You were seeing it all over your For You page, Euphoria. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. yes. I love Euphoria. That's one of the things that I am up to date with. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the finale just happened. If you haven't watched it, spoiler alert, we are going to be talking about it all. So if you keep watching, it's on you. But <laughs> I feel, we were just saying that it was like disappointing, I guess is the best word. Very disappointing. I just feel like there was a lot more that could have happened, um, starting with obviously the play. The play was very exciting and a lot of stuff went down. We wanted Maddie and Cassie to fight. They did. Were you happy with it? Did you Do you think we got what we needed out of Maddie and Cassie at the end? I mean, yes. I wasn't actually too excited about them fighting. I wasn't really like... I don't know. I feel like with Euphoria, I kind of went into everything without having an expectation of what I wanted to see in the episode. Mm -hmm. So I ended up watching the finale a lot more happy because I didn't go in with like an expectation. But at the same time, it was kind of nice to see Maddie finally. <laughs> I know when like the, the head hitting the wall that everybody heard around the world. I know when that happened, that loud bang, me and my friends got up and were like, yeah, like, get her. Like, but then we were just like, that was it. That's all we got out of it. And there was really no resolution. I feel like it was just more like they fought. They said some words to each other in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. But wh where do we go? Like, where do we go from here? I mean, Maddie said that this is only the beginning. It's like Cassie in the bathroom. So I have a feeling that it's only the beginning and we're going to see a lot more with something there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think, I was saying this to my friends, like, conspiracy theory. Do we think in, like, the season three, since they are renewed for season three, that Maddie and Cassie might, like, team up against Nate because now they both kind of, like, see how he is and have dealt with him that way? I feel like I feel like Maddie's ship has sailed with Cassie because Maddie's always been like fairly loyal to her friends yeah. and Cassie completely did Maddie dirty. Very like dirty. completely dirty. So I don't know if Maddie's gonna come back around. I feel like also with Elliot and like the song that he made for um Rue, I feel like they should have shortened that scene. I feel like it wasn't needed for a whole three minutes out of the hour long. They should have just cut that. Well, I know they put like people were like putting on Twitter like Oh my God, the Euphoria finale is an hour and two minutes. Mm -hmm. Well, we know where that two minutes went. <laughs> to him. Literally. Like, I, clearly, they. Well, I was like, oh my God, two minutes. There's going to be something crazy at the end. No, we just got Elliot's song. And mm -hmm. it was beautiful. I thought the song was. was so good. It, it came was. out. It came out today. He actually released it, Dominic Fike, as a song with Zendaya. So mm -hmm. you can go listen to that. Um, but Why? I mean, I think, yeah, I was watching it and I felt like I was a horrible person for a second because I was like, is this going to end? There's so many questions I have. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see Rue almost come to that realization that she wants to be sober after mm -hmm. that song and everything. And I felt like that was a beautiful, like, 
and if we got anything out of that episode, I was happy to get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost like closure for her in exactly. season two. I think, too, just in the grand scheme of it all, there was her going through a lot of emotional stuff. We got to see her talk about her dad, like yeah. the finishing mm-hmm. up of his uh, his funeral service, mm-hmm. her talking to Lexi about her dad. I just think there was a lot. I felt closure with Rue, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel any closure with any of the other characters, if I that felt, makes sense. I felt like maybe they needed to get to that closure with Rue since that's really who the show started with and who it follows. And maybe we're going to get closure of all the other characters. Because, I mean, there were so many unanswered questions from season one that did get answered even in the play in season two. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of hopeful that they'll actually follow through and answer all of these questions in season three. Definitely. That's why they do it. That's why they're like, we have a season three. We're going to stretch out things as long as we can so we can have (laughs) stuff to film, basically. But um, I know we talked about all the other characters, but there's two characters we haven't even touched on yet. Fez and Ashtray. Uh-oh. Uh-oh's right. <laughs> Go off. Oh, my gosh. Fez and Ashtray. Huh, I wish Ashtray would have just listened to Fez. Like, why Why are you loading the gun? Open the door. You did not have to load the gun. Huh, he could have been alive. I know. That was really heartbreaking. And TikTok has a lot of conspiracy theories. They keep on saying that it was Fez's grandma was the one who got shot. And it makes no sense because she was in the bed. I don't know what type of illness she has but i'm pretty sure she's not able to move and she probably got hurt in the midst of the fire i mean i think as much as it like sucks to have to come to terms with ashtray's dead yeah yes exactly (laughs) there's no conspiracy theory to say that he's not even um javon walton who's the actor that plays ashtray was in an interview with i believe it was like entertainment tonight and he's just like i don't know why people keep saying that ashtray's dead like who said he was dead he might have gotten shot but nobody's confirmed that he's dead i'm like you're dead like you're not coming back for season three unless it's in a flashback there's nobody else that was in the crossfire and you clearly murdered someone yeah so a cop let's put two and two together Mm -hmm. and just make it make sense let's stop coming up with these conspiracy theories it's it's sad but it's what happened yeah they just need to come to the conclusion that you're dead up unfortunately (laughs) i heard that fez was supposed to die originally yes so even javon said in another interview with fez that originally in season one fez was supposed to die in season one as well he was supposed to get murdered in season one but then they rewrote the script he stayed along and obviously i think it's because people love fez you see Mm -hmm. angus cloud tweeting on twitter all the time people just love him and then in season two, it was supposed to be the same thing where Fez was supposed to be one that be the one that died, but then they changed it to Ashtray the day before they filmed it. So, first of all, people are like, no, no, duh, that's the reason it like the finale wasn't as good as it was because they're changing the script the day before. But I don't know if I could see Euphoria without Fez. Same. I could see it without Ashtray. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of Fez and Lexi. Fexy. I was just about to that's say they're name. so cute. I want to see more with them. I'm, when they were on the phone, they was talking about um, Perry. What's the what's the movie called? Perry on the little hill. Uh, little hill <laughs> on the Perry. <laughs> I know. I know what it is, but now that you're saying it, it's like confusing me. Couch um, on the Perry Hill. <laughs> Perry on the hill. Little house on the Perry. Little house on the Perry. 
they were talking about um, having kids and stuff. They was uh, Fez was asking her questions, <laughs> saying, "Oh, um, he would want to live on a farm. That's so cute. Like I couldn't even imagine him living on a farm from selling drugs. Living on a farm, you're gonna be trapping out the farm." Kids, they were like, "How many kids do you want?" I'm like, "But you're literally selling drugs. Like, yeah, you're talking about your like, kids. Like, yeah. well, I feel like uh, Lexi would change Fez because she's she's a nice girl. I feel like he only does what he has to do to provide for himself and his family mm-hmm. and just like everything. Yeah. I just uh, the most upsetting part. Obviously, Ashtray dying was super upsetting, but like the little details when Fez was on the floor of the card for Lexi falling down oh. and then like the police, like the SWAT team stepping on it. Yes. Like, and his blood was on it. Like that was so heartbreaking. Cause it's just like, they might not ever see each other or, you know, you never know what's going to happen cause he got hurt. So you don't mm-hmm. know the severity of his injury, if he's going to die. Like, mm-hmm. so we really don't know. And it's, it was just so upsetting. That whole slew of events was just so sad. And I love how Lexi gave him a shout out and said that this, the play he helped with the play and inspired her to make it and that was just so sweet and she had his seat right in the middle <laughs> and he didn't even come i think that's that so they, sad. they did such a good job of breaking our hearts yeah, yeah they did so obviously the finale was like huge it was just trending on twitter it was all all over the place mm-hmm. but something else that was also all over the place in relation to euphoria was we all know sydney sweeney who plays cassie yes it just came out that she's engaged to her boyfriend of four years. Oh, wow. Yeah, so her name, his name's Jonathan Devino. He mm-hmm. owns, he's like a restaurateur in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He owns like a famous restaurant called Pompeii. Never been there, would love to go one day. Uh, but she, they were posting pictures all over the internet where she has her hand like a certain way and you could see a ring. Mm. So people were speculating, oh my God, is she engaged? And on March 1st, it was like a couple days ago, she like posted on Instagram didn't address it and it was just like Penny Joe and it was like her hair a different color because she's mm-hmm. playing Penny Joe in national tr- uh, national anthem mm-hmm. um, but then it was just confirmed that she is engaged oh, oh wow congratulations to Sydney Sweeney right we love that for her I just want to go back though to one thing from the episode um, I know you're talking about conspiracy theories mm-hmm. so one that I heard was that the reason like Ash like gave up his life for Fez was because he would overhear the conversations that um, Fez was having with, with Lexi, Lexi. Oh. and he wanted Fez to have that. Oh, wow. So if he took the fall, Fez would most likely be able to be reunited with Lexi. This Her show has broke my heart into like a million pieces. Mm-hmm. And it's going to do it again in yep. probably two years because we know they're going to take a little while to film unless they pick up the pace. But I just, I'm excited for it. I, I just hope the storyline is better. I hope they clean yeah. it up. Put my girl Kat back in the show. <laughs> yes, I was just thinking that. Like, yeah. We didn't even get to touch on her because she wasn't even in the finale. At all. She had one line to like Maddie, like, don't do it. That's <laughs> that's no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, she had the equivalent amount of, uh, the same amount of lines as Bibi, who is the other friend that was like, F her up, Maddie. Like, <laughs> like you guys have the same amount of lines right. and you're completely on different levels. Like, that mm-hmm. says a lot. But I guess we'll have to find out in season three. We did a lot of sipping and spilling today. Brooklyn, it was so nice having you on. I had such a good time talking to you. We would love to have you on again. But before you go, let everybody know where they can find you on socials. We know where to find you, but tell our audience. Thank you so much again for having me. This was so much fun. I'll literally come back anytime. Um, my socials are BrooklynXO on Instagram and then XO Brooklyn on TikTok. 
And you guys know where to find us. Make sure to go follow us on Spotify for free episodes every single Friday. And make sure to subscribe to the Past Your Bedtime YouTube channel to get the full video of us talking to Brooklyn, all of our guests. And make sure you hit that bell so you get the notification when we post. And as always, you can find me on all socials at Louis Levante. And you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at The Real Tati. And we will see you guys next Friday. Have an amazing weekend. Bye. 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 <laughs>